This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Friday. I have a reality TV Super Bowl hangover. Scandival. My goodness. Ugh. So I usually don't dedicate entire podcasts to reality TV show stuff because I like to be very diverse with what I talk to you guys about. But I'm so happy to hear that some of you guys have actually gotten into Vanderpump Rules because of the stuff I talk about and or you're kind of invested in what happens to the story because it's something in terms of the cheating scandal, cheating on your girlfriend of nine years with her best friend that happens, unfortunately, a lot in the world. And it's something that we can all kind of relate to. I've been cheated on. I have been a cheater once in my life and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. And I learned a lot from that experience because it shaped me into who I wanted to be as a person in relationships. And being cheated on also taught me about what I would and would not fuck with in terms of boundaries in my life. So I'm going to get into all of that in just a second. But I wanted to touch on something that's been like sitting with me for a while, which is like random, but hey, really Riley is very random from time to time. Um, do you guys ever think of like boundaries and etiquette in terms of shopping? So I've talked on this podcast a lot about like etiquette in the gym and boundaries there of like cleaning up your weights and like, you know, the amount of time you should be on a machine and all that. Um, and like the, obviously there's etiquette in eating and etiquette in business and etiquette in dating and ghosting and all that stuff. Nobody really talks about the etiquette and boundaries in shopping. So I love an Amazon purchase as much as anybody else. But I think since pandemic, when people couldn't shop in person, and this has also happened to me before, but I think I'm just seeing it more or paying attention to it more. People just have no boundaries when it comes to shopping. Like the other day, I was in the Dollar Tree, my second favorite place next to like Ross and Goodwill. Um, and I was looking at these like shirts because apparently Dollar Tree now has like Bella canvas shirts, which if you've ever made a shirt for anybody or you've ever like had a line, they have different degrees of the like, you know, types of shirts, like what's, you know, a better quality and what's not. They have like the Gilladin shirts were just like those, they're old school promotional t-shirts that are itchy and scratchy. They have a billion of them working in radio for 20 years. They're just the giveaway shirts that you don't spend a lot of money on, but it's a promotional thing. But then you go up in value and Bella Canvas is one of those ones that's like pretty good or like medium grade maybe. And then they also have like American Apparel ones now for $1.25. Like if you, ugh, American Apparel is an expensive brand. I don't know how Dollar Tree gets them. I think these are like one-off things that like, cause they're never great colors. They're always like orange or purple or, you know, lime green. But I grab them when I see them because a lot of them are like kid sizes. And if Lyric needs like a random shirt for school on that day, like you have to wear green that day or you have to like, you know, he has field day tomorrow at school. Like if I wanted to make him just a random like school shirt with his like school's logo on it or something like that. So that's why I look for them. Well, I was looking at these ones and they wore the um, 
Bella Canvas type shirts. And it was like, damn, that's a good deal for that. And this one lady next to me is on the phone with somebody. I don't know who. She was in a full-on conversation. Uh, the whole like aisles could hear it. I'll get into that shopping etiquette too in a second. But she walks up to me. She's like, que lindo, verdad? And I was just like, which is, you know, that how cute, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's really cute. And then she must have felt super comfy that I understood her in Spanish, the little bit of it that I do. Yes, I'm very Puerto Rican, but I don't speak the language. I understand a little bit more than I speak. We've been here through this. Don't at me for it. Um, but as she's on the phone with this person, she's literally, I was looking at the shirt, and she's like kind of holding the other half of it up as I was looking at it, as if I was like a hanger, and she's just looking at it and touching it and feeling it. I hadn't even put it down yet. I was going to buy it. I did buy it. And I'm just like, well, damn, like what's the etiquette there? And she's just like describing it to the person on the phone as if I was not even there, like coming in hot, waiting for me to put it down. Now, like, shouldn't there be, if we're coming off the pandemic, like a six foot rule, maybe not a six foot rule, but what's the rule there? It should, I feel like at least be like a couple of foot rule. Like if I can, you, you shouldn't be touching it if I'm looking at it, first of all, but like, I shouldn't be able to hear your conversation or smell your breath all upon me while I'm looking for something. Like also, if you're bogarting the entire aisle when we're in like TJ Maxx per se, because those aisles are skinny with a cart, I feel like if somebody else is looking for stuff too, you shouldn't just be able to stand there for whatever amount of time you feel is allotted. Like I don't, I don't like to like be all up on somebody's stuff if they're looking at something. Like, give me a breath, give me a beat. Cause I know it's like the type of stores where you got to grab it and once it's gone, it's gone. So, yeah, you're going to be hot and heavy for it if you see something you like. But especially if it's a great deal, like those shirts. But damn, don't be touching on it. Like, I know that I have stalked somebody at one point, maybe like to see if they would put something back because they grabbed it, I think only because uh, they knew that I wanted it. And they ended up putting it back after I left the store, which is crazy that I watched that. I wasn't watching close. You know, if you're going to be like sweating somebody's possible purchase, at least make it discreet, you know? But she didn't even buy any shirts like later, I think, because she wanted the one that I had. But I'm like, you should just have a little bit of manners with that. And I feel like common sense ain't so common sometimes, for real. Like, I'm not saying that people should set up certain aisle spaces and you should have an allotted time in each aisle because that's going too far. And after what we saw during the pandemic with like the social distancing and I'm not going into a political thing with that. I understand certain things were necessary and it was the first time our world has ever seen anything like that in terms of modern day, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not disregarding importances of like social distancing and stuff. I'm not making that comparison. I'm just saying, give me some space, damn it. Like, wait for a second. Let me put it down at least. Jeesh, you know? Don't be all up in my shit. So there was that little rant. And on to Scandaval. Hmm. So if you guys don't watch Vanderbilt Rules, you've heard on the podcast, basically the whole thing, a couple of nine years, Ariana never wanted to get married. She never wanted to have kids. But they bought a house together. She was with Tom Sandoval for nine years. They their house is a $2 million house. So this wasn't like an easy purchase for them. They're, you know, pseudo celebrities in terms of being Bravo celebrities on reality TV show. So they probably have a net worth of maybe like $2 million each. 
the two of them came out with a cocktail book, which was originally supposed to be Ariana's book. But he had a hissy fit and was like, I should be the one in the cocktail book or I should be doing it with you because I've been doing it longer. Blah, blah, blah. Like bogarted his way into her cocktail book, which is such crap. But she did it because she loved him. And this year has been especially hard for Ariana. Let's put away all of the cheating scandal if we could for a second. But what we've been seeing this season in the show is that she lost her dog of 15 years, which I'm personally, you know, affected by because I lost my dog of 15 years just recently after I lost my job, my beloved radio job of my whole life's work up to that point for 20 years. So it's like going through all of that, you want to lean on your person and trust that your person's not a fucking scumbag. So, you know, weeks ago or whatever, like we found out about Scandaval and that he was fucking around with Raquel, who was engaged to James Kennedy and is seemingly finding her identity through like men. And she said it herself that she was going through an ex- the identity crisis and it was Ariana who was there for her and defending her to all of the friends that are being there for her now. Like everybody thought Raquel was just this Miss Rachel, actually her name is, this misunderstood Bambi-eyed bitch as Lala calls her. Lala called that shit a long time ago. She was like, nah, took Katie a little bit longer, but after Raquel, Rachel made out with her soon to be not even on paper ex-husband yet because she could, it was like, they were done. They were like, you blew it. Bye-bye. Katie said, I will light your ass on fire. And <laughs> funniest, one of the funniest lines in Bravo history. But the thing about the Super Bowl of reality TV that we watched Wednesday night was different than anything I've seen in terms of like these big reality TV moments because it just hit so home with me. The feeling that Ariana was having looking at this pure narcissist in Tom Sandoval that was basically gaslighting her throughout the season in his confessionals, lying to her, and then somehow making it like her fault. In the scene that they opened up with in this finale episode, which originally wasn't going to be like part of the finale or the season, when they found out about the scandal, they put the cameras back up. And it starts with Ariana like basically telling him like, bruh, I knew you when you were nothing. When you were, her words were like this dude wearing combat boots and skinny jeans and driving a 1997 Honda. She's like, I loved you then. She's like, I would have changed anything, done anything for you. I would have wrapped my whole life and world around you. You had me forever. And this is what you do. She's like, you're wrapped up in a woman, girl kind of at this point. I mean, she's 28 years old, but that's trying to find her identity in men. And she is willing to fuck her best friend's boyfriend, somebody that was completely there for her, and everybody else around her that was there for her and took her under her wing when her engagement broke up. And this is the person you want around you. She's like, you just need somebody to gas you up because she's like a little groupie. I mean, there's just lies upon lies upon lies. And Sandoval has told all these lies to all the people that he's close to. Also, side note, he lied to his business partner in Lisa Vanderpump, his bread and butter, about this. Which, doesn't that kind of make you think like, If you'll lie to me about this, what else would you lie to me about in business? It just gives way to your character. 
which you can't fuck with Lisa Vanderbilt. Like she could literally swat him like a fly and he'd be done. So I'm sure she's not concerned with it. But he is just hearing all this and like the, the fake tears. I'm sorry. Like that man is an actor. It's like he was crying and he's just like, oh, I just want to remember the good times. And she's like, I love that when she's like, I, for, I, I, I like regret ever loving you. And she had this whole litany of things that she said to him. And she's like, I'm the one that loved you. This is me saying that. Focus here. And all he kept saying is like the friendship with Raquel. And that's when she had like her fire dragon breathing moment, which I loved. I don't give a fuck about fucking Raquel. Your friendship is bullshit. And the only time he seemed to show real true emotion is fighting her back on that and saying, no, it's not. You don't know everything. You don't know what's going on. What the fuck? You fucked her in a car. And then five minutes later, you had to be let in by your girlfriend, almost like wife, life partner, with her scent all over you. Like, who does that? And all while, like literally right after her dog just passed away. And when we found out in the episodes before that her grandmother passed away, and he was hanging out at a Memorial Day, a Labor Day, one of those days parties with Raquel or Rachel. And it's just like, she had to find out about all of this on a FaceTime call that was recorded. It's just, Sandoval keeps trying to say like, oh, I felt something I haven't felt in a really long time. And there was just this gravitational pull and it was undeniable. And ugh. No, Ariana's right. You needed somebody to gas you up. Because he kept talking about like, you know, when I hit 40, something switched in me and I just didn't want to live my life miserable and I just want to be happy. Like, nah, you had a midlife crisis and you thought the grass was greener on the other side. Well, come to find out from reports today now, they might have broken up. So there's reports all over the place that like she dumped him. They're not together. Ariana did Watch What Happens live right after the finale and she was like, I don't believe that because she was sending letters from this supposed mental health facility to her house literally like four days before which is so fucking brazen which makes me like none of this apology from either one of them Sandoval or Rachel Raquel do I believe at all and not that I did before but now it's like you see all the things that they said like oh we're not an item we're not together but yet the other part of this episode that was the most cringeworthy thing was when Tom Sandoval shows up at Rachel Raquel's house. And they're not an item. They're not together. They wouldn't kiss on camera. He felt super awkward because he's like, literally, he's not like, this isn't like this person that I love and this person that's been my support system. He was like awkward around her, which I guess that's the only form of like semi sort of respect that he's given. I can't kiss you on camera. But yet they're talking about their families and she's like, Rachel was like, oh, well, I had to tell my mother about you. They're not really all that happy. Like, they're disappointed in her. And he looks at her and he says, well, they love you. And she thought he said, I love you to her. And she goes, I love you too. And Santa goes, well, I said they love you, but also I love you too. Like, Ugh! that's the first time we're hearing about this. But yet you're not together. Ugh. And Raquel goes into this thing which is so just gross. And like, she's sitting here saying, oh, I just feel so alone. And I feel like 
I can't trust anybody but my family and my sister. And she's like, I have you. But even you, there's questions because of the fact that like, you know, you did this to her and there's the question of like, would you do this to me? And he looks at her with his fake sincerity like, no. It just, I wouldn't have done this if I didn't think that there was like something there. Hold up. First of all, Raquel, you stupid little twat. He did this to Kristen, who was also in this episode, seven, eight years ago, and they were together for like six years. So he did it to her, he did it to Ariana, and you think somewhere in your Bambi-eyed brain that he ain't going to do it to you? <laughs> there was also reports, which could be total bullshit, that he was seen with like a mystery woman just like two days ago. Oh, my. And, and you know, are we shocked at all? Like, you know, press is press and some of it can be garbage, but that doesn't surprise me. And... In that same episode, she's like, well, you know, or that same scene, she's like, we both said that we wouldn't do any of this unless it was worth it, right? Like, what's it worth? Like, he already blew up his whole life. Like, his boy, um, Schwartz, his little flunky, was just like, man, we've got, like, two-star reviews on their new bar, Schwartz and Sandy's, and, like, this is messing with our business, and our life is blown up, and Schwartz, basically, in his mind, like, wrecked his marriage because he put more effort into his bar than his wife (laughs) and you've been defending your boy and hiding shit and you're trying to say like you knew about it but you didn't know like you're just as gross if you knew about it I'm not saying that you're the person that should go and sound the whistle and tell everybody because maybe that's not your place but if you're looking into your soon-to-be ex-wife's eyes whose friends like your your friendship is so important And you're saying, like, I didn't know, I didn't know. And now there's also reports that this went back to BravoCon and not just, like, right after the boys' night that turned into Raquel showing up randomly. Yeah, quote-unquote randomly because she wore that Tom Tom sweatshirt to BravoCon, which was way before any of this supposedly happened, like months. Because in the episode, Katie tells Tom Schwartz, you know, there's something that you said that clued me in that when she wore that Tom Tom sweatshirt, Katie thought that Raquel had the hots for her husband, Tom Schwartz. And he was like, she's not interested in me. Trust me. Red flag. Woo, woo. Like, ew. So this was all this thing. That, like, who can pick and choose the lies? Well, I saw something today on TikTok. This person that's way more invested in Bravo and knows more than I do, which how is that a possibility? But whatever. She was saying that now there's so much explosiveness in the reunion specials. There's going to be three of them that Bravo production had to take a break from filming. Like that doesn't happen. Like this was so like toxic and the things that came out, like we've seen some of the stills from the reunion that Bravo's put out, but apparently that ain't nothing. That ain't even the sprinkles on the icing of the cake. They said that they have to freaking pause filming. So it said, Vanderpump Rules producers have put the cast contract negotiations on pause amid the fallout from Scandival. Executive producer Alec Baskin told Variety that the cast needed a break from the cameras and all the drama after filming such an explosive reunion back in March. Here's the thing. There's been rumors that Jax is coming back to the show because he's been doing his podcast and he's been all over this shit talking so much about it, which he just makes me laugh. Like, is he so righteous now that he's been married for like five years? 
and hasn't cheated on Britney, which is amazing. They have a family. They have a son now, so that's progress, and you got to give credit where it's due. But you're not a fucking saint that you should be giving life advice because you cheated on your wife before you guys got married. So it's not like you're the one that should be spewing judgment, basically. And just because you spew it and say, oh, but I don't have any room to talk, but yet you still talk, like it cancels each other out, brah. But there's rumors of him coming back. There's rumors of Kristen coming back and the fact that she did a little cameo on this episode and she's been talking about it in interviews and on her podcast. That's a possibility too. The fact that they're stopping negotiations with cast members, which usually those contracts are locked in and ready to go post reunion or at least the ink is drying. Ooh, I think some people are not coming back and truth be told, I think it would behoove them to not have some of these cast members back. However, Rachel, or Raquel, has supposedly been in a mental health facility that's been in question. And if she is, I am not poking fun at that. Honestly, mental health is a very serious thing that I take very seriously, having been in therapy for very many years, and I, dealing with anxiety, depression, all of that. So I'm not making fun of that if that's an actual thing. But their actions have been so deplorable. And if she's going there to get away from all of this and figure herself out, why she's sending letters to Ariana, the person that she hurts house for her ex-boyfriend. Like, okay, let's just cut the wound open even further. But supposedly she's in hiding because some people are saying she might be pregnant. Oh, my mother blanking God. What? That could be complete boo-boo. However, like when this first came out, like nobody believed it. Like Lisa Vanderpump, when she was talking to Ariana, was like, you know, if it makes you feel any better, like nobody thought this was coming. Like nobody believed this. Nobody, you know, Sheena, she was like, I was like, so what that they went to the Abbey at two o'clock in the morning and were dancing together. Like, it's not a big thing. Like everybody was blindsided. But then she goes and tells, you know, in her interview, in her confessional, like, I'm not going to turn my back on Sandoval. And she tells Sandoval in that, scene with the two of them where he's crying and hyperventilating oh god uh, uh, uh. like he got so emotional and so like broken down in front of Lisa because that's your bread and butter she'll be the one that helps decide whether or not you stay on the show and she's saying I'm not going to turn my back on him because they also have a business together so from a business standpoint she kind of can't do that she's got to give a little bit of the you know, all right, we're going to slap your hand on this one. I like Lisa Vanderpump, but I, I mean, as you've seen in past episodes, if you haven't, you probably should now, of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, she like stabbed her friend Kyle in the back. You know, so she's a shrewd woman. I respect. I respect the hustle. She's fabulous. She's got beautiful style. A lot of cylinders. You know, she doesn't get a pass for anything she does wrong, but she's got the goods to back it up, at least. But she's not going to turn her back on Sandoval because of those business things. So I think he might be safe. Rachel Raquel, if they break up, they're, she's kind of expendable on the show in a sense because she's not going to go after anybody else and then what's her storyline? And then Sandoval, if it, if his, let's face it, if his like career and his bread and butter's online, he ain't going to fuck with her at all. I mean, he would literally come out with this apology to her. I'm so sorry. It was so wrong. And he'll probably make Raquel this evil temptress and blah, 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 blah. So we'll see. And now I freaking cannot wait for Wednesday. Like, it's sick how excited I am about this. Like, I don't even really watch the Super Bowl. But this is my Super Bowl. Like, damn. Oof. But Ariana, on the other hand, 
seems to be like thriving. You know, she's got a new little boo and she says that she was very, on Watch What Happens Live, she said she was very satisfied and happy, which good for her. And even if some people go, oh, that was a quick rebound, who cares? Good for her. You know, like she deserves to chase her happy. She's getting all these endorsements. She has like this new commercial with Lala and Sheena where they did a remix of Good as Gold for Uber One. You know they got to pay a pretty penny for that. There's talk of her being on Dancing with the Stars. Like Annie Cohen, she's like, you're the, you're the moment right now, which good for her. She needs to feel that. She needs to feel that love and support for all of this. Because if she doesn't have it, like her whole world was rocked. Like she doesn't have a lot of family. Her friends have been her like rocks and her safe space. So it's kind of like a lot of people have brought up the fact like, oh, is like the backlash and the bullying over, you know, towards Sandoval and Raquel Fair. Look, I'm not anywhere close to famous and like I'm, I've been in the media when my life has fallen apart. So like I said, it's not very close, but I understand the aspect of that bullying and people that don't know you for shit. They know you from what was edited in. And I'm not saying they, that this was edited. I'm just saying like not everybody knows the whole story. So there are parts of it that some people might not know and they're going off of that and making these people to be demons. But you can pretty well say that they've done some demonic shit no matter which way it was edited. And uh, like Ariana and Katie both said like, no, if you're going to mess up people's lives and you're going to blow up people's security, life, self-worth to the point where people are going to mental health facilities, supposedly, like you need to be grown up enough to deal with those actions and to deal with the backlash of that. You know, you're on a reality TV show. So if you're going to gamble your life and somebody else's and blow up other people's security and homes, to stay on the show or to better yourself, then you've got to deal with what comes along with that. You know, they say you sell your soul to the devil when you go to reality TV because most relationships and marriages don't stick around. Well, then you have to be ready for it. Was it worth it? When you're saying, oh, you know, we both said that we wouldn't do this if it wasn't worth it. <sighs> Nothing is worth that. Ariana seems like a real one. You know, she seems like a boss ass bitch. And I really do hope that this is the thing that propels her into the very space she was supposed to be in life. It broke my damn heart when she was talking about Sandoval and when she had her eggs retrieved and she wanted him to fertilize them. She played it cool in the beginning when people were like, well, I thought you said you never wanted kids. You never wanted to get married. And she didn't. But she meant it when she looked at Sandoval and said, I would have wrapped my whole life around you and changed anything that you wanted to make you happy because she said like I didn't really want kids but I wanted if he really wanted that to have that option and side note retrieving your eggs is no fucking joke the hormones that you have to put into it and the time and all of that and he couldn't even stay sober for five days to go fertilize them and his response to that was like on the show he's like oh what are we gonna have kids when we're like 50 so what'd you do? You went and turned her in for a new model that'll follow you around like a groupie? Well, good luck with that. What's done in the dark will always come to light. And the fact that you try to gaslight her and gear up to leaving her for Raquel and make her this bad guy was so... Ugh, such garbage. You know, the way that she just put him in place when she was giving him that speech, 
she said this is like the last conversation we're going to have is like, you got a little bit of money, you got a business, you got a little bar, you got a, you got a band, but like all of that is so superficial. And if at the end of the day, you don't have something to go home to past groupies and stupid recognition. Like if there's anything more fleeting than reality TV fame, like bruh, and you just screwed it for yourself. Like, how do you come back from that? You, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I talked about this before in one of the podcasts I did talking about Scandaval that like Kristen, she had that, that, you know, she was, you know, canceled because of the stuff with um, Faith, that girl that Jax cheated on Britney with. And then Stassi was canceled for a while and now she's come back, but they've all made like different strides to be better. At least I think, I hope, I don't know those people personally, but Stassi's become a mother. She, you know, did her time if you can. You know, like, I'm not saying that the time that she did or didn't do justified what she did or didn't do with Faith, but I'm just saying, like, there's time put in to change. And it seems like with Sandoval, nothing's changed over a decade, you know? And he says that that wasn't the first time he cheated on her. So it's like you've cheated before and you just got super comfy and then you were bored with her and saw a new way to have this new brand new life. Like, what did you think you were fucking doing? It's just gross. I wish, I hope that they don't renew his contract because I know it's great TV and I watch it. Shit, I'm doing podcasts about it so I can't hate on it, but I hope there's a message there that, you can't do this to people's lives in hopes to have better clout on a show or because you want to stay on the show and expect to have people still revere you and be cool about it. I think that's the ugly part of reality TV. You know, Ariana is a person that she had very bad, abusive, mental relation, mentally abusive relationships before. So this is going to rock her. You know, he's crying in the fucking episode saying like, I didn't want to break up with her because I do care about her and I you know I care about how she thinks well what the fuck did you think she was gonna think when she found out you were fucking her best friend Uh, the humiliation that she feels because he was trying to tell Lisa there's no way that we wouldn't have told her before the reunion because she would have been defending Raquel like when were you gonna tell her like four days before what so it could be this explosive moment for you and the reunion, but you still like a good guy. Like, I love how Sheena went into him where she's like, he's like, I was going to tell her I was going to break up with her. And she's like, but you didn't. You fucked her best friend. I did have a lot of respect for Sheena in that moment because I haven't really been a Sheena fan in most of this. But the way she was just like, I can't talk to you anymore. I can't deal with you anymore because I don't respect half the shit you did. But she basically said, like, you know, you you sit them down, you call her mom, you call us in, you call the reinforcements and then you say, this is it, I'm leaving. And then her friends are left there to pick up the pieces because that's what friends do, like they've done. You don't do whatever the fuck you want to do and see if it works out. Because they're even saying, he was saying like, you know, there were times, or I think Schwartz said this, like there were times that he would say like, oh, I do love her. Maybe we could work this out, blah, 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 blah. Now you were weighing your options, buddy. Well, I'm glad you bet on the wrong thing. Because... I just, I know people make mistakes and it might make me sound like a hypocrite having once cheated on someone that I really did care about, but it rocked my fucking world. It made me feel like a demon and a dirty ass bitch. 
And it never, ever happened again. And it never will. I think mistakes are forgivable, even catastrophic ones, but with change. And this boy ain't changing. He's 40 years old. In a certain space, you are who you are. But if you change, it's through hitting rock bottom. It's through feeling that emotion and feeling like it's wrong and feeling all of it and not gaslighting the person that you just hurt. And turning around and showing all this, oh, God, that scene where Raquel had that supposed scrape on her face because of Sheena. And he's like, let me see this. And she's like closing her eyes and making this dramatic moment. She's like, it hurts. Oh, girl. You know, you're lucky that that was Sheena that you were dealing with because if this would have been like Real Housewives of any other, like any other franchise besides this one, yee, you probably would have got a lot more than that. Yay, yay, yay. Can you imagine if that was like Teresa? from Real Houses of New Jersey, or anybody from the Atlanta cast, you, you, your ass would have been grass. And I'm not condoning that. Don't come for me. I'm just saying. Uh, it was it was like sort of an emotional episode for me beyond just reality TV because this is real life as far, you know, because reality TV isn't really reality. You know, these people that are working at Sir have like endorsement deals for big companies and they're, you know, pseudo celebrities so you're not just like a server this isn't just the story of people that just work in a restaurant anymore these are celebrities now also there was news that they put out on lisa vanderpump social that they're closing down pump like vanderpump rules like how are you gonna or sir was it sir or pump it was either sir or pump they're closing down one of them so are these people out of a job then are they not gonna film this way anymore like, I do think that maybe if they bring Jax and Brittany back and they do, like, the reincarnation and, like, because they've pretty much taken out all of the younger people that are, like, single dating that haven't already been intertwined in all the drama, with the exception of Charlie, who just kind of has, like, a side role. I don't know if she's, like, a full-on cast member, like a friend, as they call it in the franchise. I don't think she's coming back. I like her, though. I hope she does. But there just wasn't enough drama this season for her to come back. But... It's going to be interesting. Wednesday's going to be good. Ugh, I can't wait. It's bad that I'm salivating at this just because of the fact that, you know, I do really feel a lot of those emotions when you're watching this, like having dealt with many a narcissist, physical, emotional abuse in relationships in my past and cheating on people, having been cheated on. It's, it's a lot. I'll tell you this, though. It made me go hug my husband a little tighter. It made me value like going further and deeper and working on things in a marriage and working on the relationship that you bind yourself to. Because if that's not sacred to you, then nothing is. Nothing. Like my husband and I, we take a little step further because we've got two kids together, but some people don't even give a shit about that. I'm sure he wouldn't have. He was about to go fertilize her eggs. You're trying to break up with her, but you're going to fertilize her eggs. Like what the fuck? I mean, at least she didn't. Have him for that was God's plan because now if she meets maybe her boo thing that she met is like the one, and if he's not and she goes finds the one, she'll actually have that opportunity to have a happy family if she wants that, and if she doesn't, great too. So many positive vibes going out for Ariana, and if you're not a Scandal person or watch Bravo, my apologies, but I hope you got a couple of little pieces of insight. 
from this. And I hope you go start watching it because I probably will start talking about it more. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you have a great weekend. I will be back on Monday. Got some goodies for you. I am bringing back Show Me the Ring because that was something that I started when I was on the air that whenever you guys would show me your rings because I wanted to be a gemologist and I love love and it lights me up when you guys send me your engagement rings. And if you've got one, please send them to me. We're going to have um, an interview of a story of a tear that shaped her engagement ring. Pretty cool. All right. So I hope you guys are listening next week. Thank you guys for listening now. Um, email is really, really podcast at gmail.com. Text 410-604-8895. Socials at Riley Couture on TikTok and Instagram. Really, Riley podcast on TikTok and Instagram. House of W by Riley on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Facebook is also Riley Couture. And Twitter's Riley Couture 5, even though I don't really use it that much. I appreciate you guys for listening and I'll talk to you next week. It's really Riley.